0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of SB Sports Weekly, your weekly roundup of State Press sports content. My name is Koki Riley, and I am joined by Alex Coyle, and we are the sports editors here at the State Press. So joining us on the podcast this week is Alex Weiner to talk about his uh, recently released piece on a former ASU guard Lou Dort and his successes during the NBA playoffs against another former Sun Devil in James Harden. Thank you for joining us onto the podcast today, Alex. How are you doing?
1: Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Now this was a fun one to do. Got to talk to a few uh, people that were at ASU with Coach Burno and uh, the strength coach, Coach Marshall. Even got to throw it back a little bit with Cody Justice. So um, that was a lot of fun. So I'm excited for the Lou Dort pod.
0: <laughs> this is this is the Lou Dort pod at the moment and uh so other than the obvious playoff success that Dort had what about this story sort of attracted you
1: um well I think that it was just interesting how he sort of retained information from like a couple of years ago and was able to use it like sort of in this playoff series because um if you read the article these two, Harden and Dorrit played against each other in pickup games over the summer at ASU a couple of years ago. And uh, according to the strength coach, Coach Marshall, didn't go great for Lou. He was sticking his hands in too much. And when, you know, if you ever watch a James Harden basketball game, if the defender sticks his hand out or his hand's not where it's supposed to be, Harden's going to use that and he's going to draw a foul. That's just how it works. It's one of the most smart basketball uh, offensive players in the NBA. So, uh, when Lou Dort was doing that, Harden would kind of show him a little bit, oh, here's how you do this, here's what I'm looking for in your, like, you know, in your hand movements and in your body position that I can exploit from you. And so he retained that information and lo and behold, about two years later, they ended up playing in a playoff series against each other and Dort is the starting wing for the Thunder and tasked to guard Harden. And so he was able to use the, all the information that he had and what he learned from Harden previously and, and, and kind of turn it against him.
2: Now, obviously not only did um, Dort have a really good playoff series guarding Harden, but he also had a really good time um, in the NBA, really a pretty good season enough to get his first NBA contract after being undrafted and being in the G League. In your reporting of this story, how did you find out about how he got there and, and what were some things that he maybe had to improve on to get to that NBA contract level?
1: Yeah, uh, so he wasn't a free agent for very long after he got drafted. So uh, Coach Bernal actually said, like, Dort wasn't totally panicking. He just sort of knew he had a mindset that, okay, I wasn't taken. There's a lot of people I have to prove wrong because there was 30 teams that had two opportunities to take me or, you know, trades and stuff like that with different picks. But basically, 60 picks wasn't taken, and he yeah, had to prove why he should have been. And so um, what Coach Bernal said he really improved upon was his basketball IQ and how much sort of smarter on the court he got as he was working with, you know, professional coaches, whether it was in the G League or with Coach Billy Donovan's staff uh, up in the NBA. So um, sort of where to go on the court, where to be offensively, how to move better off the ball Uh, to get yourself into open, you know, open spots in the corner, for instance. Just a lot of stuff like that and positioning and sort of where to be and what to do. Uh, A lot of that stuff came to him. And, you know, he was only one year in college, Uh, still had plenty of development to do. But seems like he made some pretty good leaps as far as sort of the mental aspect of the game in year one.
0: Mm, So earlier in your intro, you mentioned that you got to talk talk to Cody Justice um, (laughs) for this piece. And you, as you say in the piece, he was at these games where Dort picked up Harden and sort of learned these little techniques. What was sort of the feedback you were getting from, from Justice about how those pickup games went?
1: Uh, I mean, Justice really just – his eyes were opened at the intensity that Dort had even in pickup games when some guys are, you know, just – focused on a one specific thing you're kind of there to like okay I'm gonna pick my spots and then I'm sort of or guys are just sort of like playing just to get some reps in just to get some conditioning in no Dort was there just to to, you know he picked up his who he was guarding full court and he kept that defensive intensity basically throughout the entire game like Cody Justice his main takeaway was this guy's motor is unbelievable and so he said that he went up to Doug Tamaro, the SID for basketball afterwards and he was like there's something different about this guy because, I mean, he just doesn't stop. Uh, And, you know, we kind of see that ferocity when, when Dort was guarding Harden in the NBA too. Now,
2: when he, you know, played his one season in Tempe, it it was kind of, he was borderline, all right, is this guy going to be a first round pick or is he going to need another year? Mm -hmm. And after year one, it was kind of like, yeah, maybe he should stay one more season to become a better shooter or, or gain on some of his aspects. We always knew he was a very good defender and a very strong guard. When he decided to declare for the draft, a lot of people second-guessed him and then even more second-guessing came when he didn't get selected. But in your piece, um, Burno mentions that he never second-guessed himself. How important was that in his development?
1: Well, yeah, because it's like a massive life decision. I mean, you're deciding whether or not just like go full in on the NBA. And if it doesn't work, you can really kind of spiral into another direction. Um, Luckily for him, he got picked up pretty quickly afterwards, which, you know, a lot of people, some people expect him to be a late first round pick. So not totally surprising that he got picked up pretty quickly afterwards, but you know, Bernal said he bet on himself and he didn't really have, you know, his mind didn't deviate from that goal of, you know, I'm going to college for one year and then I'm going to go to the NBA and I'm going to be an NBA player. And, Started off in the G League, but he played really well in the G League. And he ended up landing on a team that really needed him. Because the Thunder was a sort of a brand new team last year, or I guess this season, with Chris Paul coming in, Shade goes Alexander, with Neil Gallinari. But they didn't have that other wing who could defend because Andre Roberson was injured for most of the year. So that's where he sort of filled in really perfectly. But just, just to go back to the question, uh, it was massive that he was like all in on you know keeping that goal because that gave him a motivation that there's no going back now I better fix what I need to fix get even stronger than I was which he looks he looks massive (laughs) when you're watching him in the playoffs I mean he doesn't really look like a 20 year old rookie I think all that really sort of helped his motivation get up to where you know he was able to make a jump from you know promising but really raw to a really strong NBA caliber defender like we saw and he still has a lot to work on and he still has you know, to be motivated to do that too.
0: We mentioned earlier in the piece, um, earlier in the podcast, excuse me, that a lot of the intrigue of this idea is the fact that Dort wasn't only improving his skills at ASU during these pickup games. He was doing it against not only another former Sun Devil, but a former NBA MVP at Harden. Um, I just kind of want to talk a little bit about um, the sort of impact Harden had on Dort specifically in terms of the, the, the little things that he was teaching him that ended up being a real nuisance for him two years later during this playoff series between the Thunder and the Rocket?
1: Yeah, I think the main point there is teaching Dort to keep his hands back. And when Dort was sort of like reaching for the ball a little bit, keeping his hands sort of active in James Harden's face, Harden reads those angles really well and is able to manipulate you. When we watched Dort in the playoffs. And he's guarding Harden. His hands are way back, and his shoulders are pinched. And they're, you know, his hands are up, they're about shoulder width, but he's keeping them back. So James Harden can't like twist into them at all. And with Dort's conditioning and the motor I talked about earlier, his legs are strong enough to really keep him in front of Harden. And Bruno said another thing that Dort really improved upon just defensively was with his footwork. Like when, you know, Harden kind of pushes off on him a little bit or gives him a bump, he's able to keep his feet underneath him and stay in position to contest, really, you know, regardless of getting pushed or knocked or whatever it is. So I think that was probably the main takeaway because when you watch him, he really is putting a lot of effort in keeping those hands back. You can really watch it. And they really worked as it kind of created sort of a space where Harden really couldn't go. Um, Because Dort's feet was able to keep him in front of there too.
2: Kind of towards the end of your piece, you mentioned, or at least uh, you have a quote from Bruno saying that, you know, he's headed into year two and he's still an undrafted rookie. Like he's like, doesn't change, like that people didn't see him, at least in his current state, valuable enough to draft and he still started in the G League. Now he has that NBA contract, but Bruno said something about he has to start over. How does Dort stay in the NBA and stay there for a long time?
1: He is, he is going to be in the NBA with that contract. And how does he stay there for a long time? He has to continue to be a, sh- a stopper. I mean, defensively, he looked about as good as you can for, you know, someone his age taking on the task that he had. Um, but he's going to have to continue working really well, you know, working hard on his defense and making sure he kind of perfects that. I mean, who knows? Maybe he ends up being sort of like a Tony Allen type who's just, you know, on a, you know, perennial playoff team who is sort of an invaluable piece not because he scores 20 points a game, but because you can put him out there with any lineup, and he can guard multiple positions. Uh, another way is simply Dort has to get more sound on offense, and we saw throughout the Thunder-Rocket series, he exploded in the last game, but he really wasn't very good uh, scoring the basketball before that. I mean, his three-point shooting—they were leaving him wide open for a reason. I mean, he went, leave believe, 0 for 9 in one game, um, and these weren't like, oh, he's—you know—they're just not going today. These balls were not really close. So he's going to have to work on that jump shot to make it more consistent, for sure. And uh, maybe when he plays, you know, in more games, he gets more comfortable taking it to the basket. Because when he was at ASU, his jumper wasn't his most dangerous weapon offensively. It was taking it to the hole because he's just stronger than everybody else his size. And, you know, if he can take a smaller guard off the dribble and take him to the basket, he has a really good shot of finishing or at least getting to the free throw line.
0: Thank you for joining the podcast, Alex, thank you for your insight on Lou Dort's story during the playoffs at ASU. Thank you. Thanks for
1: having me.
2: That was Alex Weiner on his piece on Lugans success in the NBA. We thank you for listening to Episode 2 of SP Sports Weekly. And for more content like this, visit statepress.com, follow us on Twitter at statepress and at State Press Sport, and like us on Facebook. For Koki Riley, I'm Alex Coyle. We'll see you next week for SP Sports Weekly.